Hello, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. You rate and review my podcast if you like me. And you can follow me on Instagram. It's Yes King Oliver. Tati bye. Oh. Right, Chris, can you hear me now? Yes, I hear you. No idea what happened. But anyway, so, yeah, I've stopped sleeping without a pillow since I was 21. And the answer to your question is, the best way to sleep is flat on your back, no pillow, and your legs are directly straight in front of you, so they're not, like, bent. One leg isn't bent, and the other one's, like, just flat to the left because now your whole skeletal alignment is out of out of place it needs to be completely straight so imagine you're putting your feet against a wall Mm -hmm. and you're pushing against the wall so you can't really move anywhere like that obviously your legs will naturally flop slightly um what i tend to do is i tend to wrap my legs around my duvet to lock myself in like a i putting a belt around my legs because naturally your legs will start to fall to the left and the right yeah. which means your hips are going to fall to the left to the right so to keep myself in balance i lock myself in so i can't really move much and yeah when i become awake in the morning i do go onto my side the reason why i don't go onto my front is because when i used to go to sleep on my front even though it did feel more comfortable i used to wake up with neck ache and i used to get blisters and ulcers on my gums and my tongue because my teeth were digging into my tongue and my gums all night because my head was just putting pressure on my mouth and into my gums. And so I had ulcers. And then as soon as I stopped doing that, no ulcers, no blisters, nothing. And um, what I realized is if you have, if you've been on your back all night, you're naturally going to want to release that pressure. So you will naturally move on to your side or something. So I tend to go side left, side right, and then maybe a few more times and then I wake up. Um, So yeah, no pillow, straighten your back. And, and, um, and in terms of blankets, how much how much would you put over top of yourself? Do you just go for a thin sheet, or do you go for a, a, like a a full comforter? So it, it depends how cold you are. If you if you're really right. really really cold and you can't sleep, then wrap up. If you're really hot, don't have anything. Like sleep mm-hmm. naked. Have the window open. Have I personally have my window open to keep the air circulating because otherwise I yeah. get loads of bogeys and I snore. And so now if I have the air circulating, there's no bogeys and if I don't snore, um, I keep my feet out the end of the quilt. So I um, tuck my legs in, then I pull my quilt up a little bit. So my feet are out and I find that if I'm my feet are out, I don't get hot and I don't get agitated and I don't move around and then I don't create dust from moving. And as a result, I don't get hot and then keep tossing and turning and it might take me ages to get to sleep. So. If I just do this, I fall asleep literally within two minutes. Mm. I I love having the window open, but it's usually too loud. At, like there'll be some noise in the night or something that that'll be agitating, and so that's the reason I I usually can't can't do that very often. Do you live by yeah. road? Uh, I you know right now I am living a little bit away from the main road, but. I, it is it is more quiet here, but I'm still in the middle of London, Ontario. Not not London, England. <laughs> London, <laughs> Ontario. 
um, which is it's like a suburb, but there's still there's still cars. There's still like some some siren at some point in the night once in a while. Like it's not that loud, but I I don't know. Maybe it's worth it. I mean, yeah. So you you could say like using a fan would circulate the air, but then it's really just moving the same air around the room. Whereas a window, fresh air can come in and old air will come out. But that's the issue. You hear foxes shagging and fighting and cats fighting and sirens and the homeless man throwing bottles at windows. Like if you live by a main road, people are honking the horn. That's going to interrupt your sleep. And being interrupted once is is as bad as being interrupted 10 times. Like mm-hmm. in my situation today, I really feel a difference when I've been interrupted once. And when I don't get interrupted, I just sleep all the way through. So that's tricky. I, I mean, I could say just wear earmugs and have the window open, but then you might not want the fumes because you're by road. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I, I really like having the window open if I can. I read it in a book. Do you, do you know the author? Uh, I think it's like... Wallace D. Waddle or something. Do you think and grow rich? Do you know that author? Um, I mean, I've I've listened to all those audiobooks, but yeah, that Walt apparently Walt something. Yeah, Walt. That man. Yeah, I don't I don't have it off the top of my head, but he wrote a book about health, and it was ironic because he died fairly young, so his book on health never really took off. Uh, but in that book, he does say to leave the window open at night. He said, he, like, for his sleep tips, that was his number one tip. Leave the window open at night. There needs to be uh, fresh air coming in at all times. And he says that that will help your brain be stimulated and you'll help you get all of the energy that you need to relax and heal your body in the night. No, it's true because like, if you're breathing in oxygen and then taking the oxygen supply in the room and then you're breathing out carbon dioxide, then your room, imagine how many breaths you take during the night, right? Your room's yeah. going to be full of carbon dioxide and less oxygen. Enough oxygen is there that you won't die. But still, we're supposed to have fresh light, fresh water, fresh oxygen, not shitty tap water and shitty air in a room in an office with aircon. Like, it's all the wrong things that we have in life. So it makes perfect sense. Like, we're animals. We live outdoors. We're supposed to be right. in air, pure oxygen all the time. Like, you know, so... And it would when we understand how like we need oxygen for blood and how the blood goes into the brain and clears toxins, well, it would make absolute sense to have a better sleep if you have quality oxygen. Mm-hmm. And and I wonder if it could be possible to train yourself, like when sleeping on the back. It, you know, it might take some training, it, but I wonder if it might be possible to train yourself not to wake up in the night, like to kind of go to bed with the intention that if there's a sound, you're going to immediately ignore it and continue sleeping. And if you do that for maybe a month or something, maybe you would be able to sleep despite the noise around outside once in a while. I would like to say yes, because when I used to always sleep on my front, naturally, until I realized all these ulcers and I had neck ache, I remember telling myself, don't go in your front. And then naturally I'd wake up during the night to turn because I was used to turning and then I would turn back onto my back. And eventually I'd become so familiar with, I'm not going to go on my front, but I wouldn't even wake up to turn on my front. And that's when I just started to sleep all the way through on my back. So when you relate that to, can you train yourself to hear a noise and not wake up? Well, imagine lucid dreaming. You can Mm -hmm. wake up when you suddenly become aware you're dreaming. But if you do the techniques of how to lucid dream, then you can become aware you're lucid dreaming and not wake up. So 
can you become aware in your dream that there's a noise outside and you normally wake up but don't wake up so you don't observe it because when you observe the fact you're dreaming you wake up so can you become aware without observing that there's a noise and not wake up absolutely i i i, I, I think that's possible to not it's almost like if someone is by a train track people say you know oh how do you live by that train all the time and they say i'm just used to it yeah or if you live in student accommodation all these students come back late at night or you've got a daughter coming back late at night from clubbing making so much noise or the husband gets into bed late you, you don't bother waking up anymore mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean or you just become numb to it or, or your ears just it just becomes default and you don't respond so yes absolutely possible that's probably the goal then that's probably the goal for perfect sleep and, and it doesn't the window doesn't need to be open all the way like you could have it open just a crack you know enough that there is a little bit of fresh air uh so i i'm gonna try that and next time i'm on your podcast i will definitely let you know how that goes <laughs> yeah you're not going just yet <laughs> um um of course yeah. but how long have you got by the way uh, I, however long you need, really. Like I could stay up to an hour. I'm, I'm we're happy. We just, we just, we just flow. We'll we'll just flow. If we do an hour, I'll break it down into two episodes. So that's that's no problem. Um, yeah. yeah. So like, biggest sleep tips is stop drinking at eight. Go to yep. toilet. Go mm -hmm. to toilet an hour before and five minutes before. Even if you don't feel like you need to go, let me tell you something. If you don't feel like you need to go, and you go five minutes before, in terms of literage, you might piss out. 300 milliliters and imagine your bladder can only hold say a liter and a half well mm -hmm. all the water that hasn't yet come through will come through and if you've already got 350 milliliters in your bladder and the rest comes through that might make you fall so making sure you go five minutes before and an hour really is important because in total that could be a liter of of liquid which means you're not going to wake up sleep on your back so your your lungs are open and you can breathe well and um it's just a natural posture windows open circulating the air all these tips are just so important for a perfect night's sleep remember i used to take three hours to get to sleep growing up and i used to wake up so many times and i really hacked my sleep now i go to sleep within two minutes on my back wake up and it's time to get up again and um right. energy levels are incredible my mood's incredible everything just falls into place mm -hmm. and then if if i can add to that I'm noticing that if if I'm on the technologies late at night, that also agitates my mind. And I find I, I actually uh, wake up with some sort of a clenching going on. Could be my jaw, could be my hands. But any sort of clenching would be me burning energy in the night unnecessarily. And I think that sometimes when I'm on uh, on these devices too late, then I get like uh, my mind gets wound up and so I, I can't fully relax. So one thing I've, I've done to try to counter that and, and it is habits. So habits take time to change. I have some bad habits I'm still working on changing. But one thing I've done was I got an e-reader uh, so that I can, I can use technology in a more calm way without it like bombarding my face with light, which is what our phones and our, and our, screens really do they're kind of like flashlights shining flickering lights in our eyes but when i'm using an e-reader uh it's it's like black and white it's reflecting ambient light and so it's it's much more of a calm device and i and i can still kind of use a device and i, I can even 
go on on the internet and and browse with with it as well but it's just a more calm experience so i've been finding that's helpful as well oh yeah that's also something else in the animal kingdom and when it starts to get dark it's like an hour between it getting dark and being dark say for example which means our brains have an hour to naturally um shut off basically and then when it gets dark we can't do anything so naturally we just close our eyes so what i do is I will have my salt lamp on an hour, two hours, three hours before I'm sleeping. No, like, main white light, right? Just a nice, calm lamp, sometimes no lamp. So yeah, really, the only, really the only light is my TV. And in um, perspective of, like, what a big light would give out and versus my TV, it's just, like, there's no comparison, right? Um, I When we go on our phones, it's not just the light that's telling our brain it's time to get up, but our brains are stimulated by everything on the phone. So when our neurons are supposed yeah. to slowly calm down, our neurons are firing up and they're firing up and they're seeing stuff and it's thinking of more things. And then you go to Google and then you go back to Facebook and then you call your mate and then you message your mate and then you think it is my mate messaging me back. Our neurons are just firing up and wiring again. So I turn my phone off two hours before bed, give or take two, three hours, one hour, whatever, before bed. And then I'll put that phone in, in another room so I'm not tempted just to turn it on because if I've got to get out of bed, I can't be asked. So if right. it's next to me, I'll just turn it on, do something, and then turn it off. No, I used to put my phone under my bed, so I had to literally get up my bed, lift up the mattress, lift up the drawers, go under the bed with a fucking like massive stick to get my phone. It was right. so much effort that that's how I started. That's how I learned to get off my phone because. I kept doing that every night. I slide my phone to the back of the bed, and it was a nightmare to get away. But it forced me to not think about my phone. So the fact it's in yeah. my other room means I can't be asked to get it. It's turned off, so there's just nothing connected to it. Like there's no notifications, or you're not seeing shit. Because what you don't know can't harm you. And if you see there's something there, you're gonna want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another massive tip: off your phone few hours before bed. And do something like reading or watching Netflix to just calm your brain down. Like, I wouldn't recommend watching a a really massive action film on Netflix because that's going to stimulate you. Because I find that if I'm watching, say, Breaking Bad, I can't get to sleep because I just want to keep watching it. But if yeah. I'm just watching something on YouTube like Bruce Lipton, not Bruce Lipton, uh, yeah, Bruce Lipton or Bob Proctor or Joe Dispenser or anybody teach or mentor just talking about something i'm listening but because i'm not being really stimulated by it but i'm learning my brain naturally will just shut down my eyes will close and then i just suddenly fall asleep and then my tv turns off by itself so i just naturally um i don't turn my tv off i just stop watching at 12 and then close my eyes at 12 and i'm still listening and then i'm just asleep so that's another major thing which no one does anymore have you have you heard of the Chinese medicine wheel or a medicine clock or something? The organ clock, I think it's called. There's uh, there's different. Um, By the way, organs. you're going to end in thirteen seconds. Just request to join again. Oh, okay. Well, well, let's do that then. Yeah, just um, yeah, request to join. But um, yeah, we'll wait for you to come back, and then we'll talk about Mr. Wong. <laughs> Oh, look, I've got somebody waiting. Chris Owl. Back. <laughs> Did you like my owl noise? Yeah, it was great. 
I, it sounded kind of right, like so. an elephant, but I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. we'll say it's no. an owl. We'll say it's an owl. This is, this is an elephant. <laughs> I swear that's the same sound. Yeah, anyway. So, about the Chinese will. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they have this, this idea of an organ clock, where at every, um, every, it's like, I think, two or three hour cycles, there's different organs that rest and relax at different times of the day and the night. So apparently the exact time that you go to sleep is also significant um, for your sleep because I, I believe that the ideal time to go to sleep was between 9 and 11 uh, because after that, between 11 and 1, uh, it starts like flushing out your your organs, I think it's like your liver and your kidney, and it starts like doing detox and cleaning on them. Of course, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know how accurate it is. And I also know like everybody's body is different and your your internal rhythm will will adjust to your cycle. So it's not like either, it's not like your organs are are <laughs> are on a timer waiting for the time zone that you're in to be like, Oh, it's, it's 11 AM. Okay. Start cleaning now. Uh, but it, it is, it is sort of a, a pattern or a trend that the Chinese uh, medicine lineage has noticed about when organs do generally clean themselves. So it would be worth looking that up, uh, potentially and, and sort of seeing if there, if there is any small changes you can make. For me, I have a hard time making a lot of big changes at once. So currently the, the, the uh, benefits that I'm getting from the, the, the Chinese medicine clock, um, Chinese organ clock, I don't even know what it's called, sorry. Uh, the, the benefits I'm getting right now is to put my feet up uh, after, after uh, around five o'clock or six o'clock uh, because it's good for the kidneys. Uh, and also to take a small rest after lunch, like not necessarily sleeping, but just sort of relaxing and calming myself um, because the stomach after you eat needs some time to rest. Um, and yeah, so I, I've been finding that. And then I've also been trying to get to bed by uh, by 11 at the latest because that's when the, the, the medicine clock says to do it. So I, I'm noticing I do feel better by doing these strange things, but... Yeah, it's, it's interesting. There's a lot of ancient wisdom there. <clears throat> What's amazing is that when I go to the garden and I see like flowers opening up in the in the morning and closing at nighttime, I could bring that exact same flower indoors and it closes up at the same time and and opens up at the same time, even if the light is on or off. So there is an internal clock that that's running on, whether it's the sun or the energy in the atmosphere it you could say well it's nothing to do with the environment because if my light is on at night time why the fuck is it closed because if outdoors it's not dark and it's closed then indoors it's the opposite so there's something going on here with an, an internal clock and we know that our cells have internal expiration times whatever but when you relate it to if you go to bed at a certain time you're gonna sleep better Mm -hmm. You could say, well, why? Because obviously if the sun goes up at a certain, comes down at a certain time and the sun goes up at a certain time, then that's synchronicity. Like everything, everything on the planet should go at the same time. Flowers, animals, it should all be in sync. Um, yeah. Which makes perfect sense. So, but then I could say, well, 
if the sun rises, if the sun sets at, say, seven in the afternoon, why can't we all go to sleep then? Why would we struggle? And they could say, well, is it the environment that we're in? Are we just too busy? Is it, in fact, anything to do with the sun or an internal clock? Or years ago, did we stay up after the sunset? And is it only animals that you could say sleep when the sun goes up? You know, because if people sleep at different, if people sleep better at certain times, then why do we still find it hard to to sleep, whether it's when the sun has gone up or at certain times, or if we go on holiday and we're jet lagged in a different time zone and we still struggle. There's there's like there's so many variables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we we definitely do have an internal rhythm. My my partner uh, Karen, she's actually studying Chinese medicine right now, and I guess that's why I'm sort of interested in it. Um, but yeah, they they definitely there's definitely an internal rhythm that's really important i'm looking here at it now i've got it pulled up it's called the chinese body clock and it says that yeah between um or yeah starting at 11 p.m till 1 a.m your body is cleaning the gallbladder and then from 1 a.m to 3 a.m it's cleaning the liver so it really is important that we get to sleep by 11 p.m so that we can clean these these organs um, and like the gallbladder is really important for digestion and the liver is really important for detoxification. So especially if, if we're struggling with any sort of uh, digestion issues or, or any sort of toxicity in our body, which almost everyone in our society is, um, then yeah, that's, it's really important to get to bed early. <laughs> is, is that um, those times based on local times? Because obviously in China yes. right now, it's say middle of the after, it's middle of the night, but right now yeah, in England, it's local it's, times. It's, it's local times, is it? So, and it's, it it's not be... exact. It's, it's no. like a, it's a trend. So if, if I'm going to sleep, um, it, it's kind of like if you are going to sleep around 11 p.m. and you do get up sort of, around 7 a.m. Uh, and so that would be like one point towards it, your body being in, in line with this cycle. Another thing that would be uh, pushing your body towards the cycle would be when the sun rises and when the sun sets. And, and so if the sun's rising roughly around 7 a.m., then you're probably going to get a similar cycle. And if the sun's going down you know, probably around 7 p.m., I would imagine you're going to be pushed a little bit more towards the cycle. So it's it's not like it's exact. It's just giving you it's it's giving you an idea of when your body would be doing this, these sorts of activities. And if you want it to be more exact, you could take sort of the middle time because it says the gallbladder is being cleaned from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. So then you could assume probably around midnight would be a safe bet as to when my gallbladder needs some some time for my body to rest so that it's going to be uh, able to be cleaned or something. Let's just say that this is all based on when the sun sets, right? Let's just say Norway, the sun always sets at five. And then let's just say America, for example, California, the sun sets at 10. That's six, five, six hours difference. So yeah. if you were to say the gallbladder cleans between 11 and one, that's two hours. Well, that's a massive five hour difference in terms it of is. in Canada setting times that California setting then the Norway setting. And so it, I know obviously it's going to be related to the sun, but how can you get this accurate? Because 
you can't just say it's these times because if you're in Norway, yeah, and it sets at five or eleven, twelve o'clock, there's almost time to get up. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean? yeah. No, um, I have the same issue with it. So but... it's like, well, I, 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 I can't, I can't work that out. Yeah, well, I, I actually asked that question to the the Qigong Grandmaster uh, that that I'm in contact with, that I study from once in a while, um, and he he basically said that there's a lot of different factors that come to it, and this is kind of like an average, like a summary of 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 the general trends. He said if you have a night worker, perhaps somebody who is awake during the night and sleeps during the day, their 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 body clock will probably be opposite, like it'll flip. So it is very much person by person. And if you do want to, to see when your organs are cleaning, I mean, this is really helpful because it will kind of give you a pattern. So you'll know the order that which, uh, which most people's body will clean their organs. Uh, you'll know that the gallbladder comes before the liver and the liver before the lung. Uh, and around noon is, is when the heart's being uh, cleaned or worked on. Um, you said that apparently it says right here that there's extra circulation. So I don't know that that's kind of cool. Um, but what's, what's really, what's, what's possible is that you can kind of listen into your body. If, if you're a meditator or you are aware of sort of the subtle energies in your body, um, it's a little bit easier to do this, but you can just sort of quiet down. You can even put your hand over where the organs are that you're suspecting might might have some activity, and you can see if you feel a few sensations there. Maybe you'll notice some uh, extra blood in that area, or some extra little movements or jiggles or something from the organ. Uh, I, I've definitely noticed the stomach one around. Uh, it's a seven to nine. I I I spent time noticing it. Actually, it was it was the spleen I noticed because it's a little bit up and to the left um sort of just under the the rib cage um i i felt like activity there and then around the nighttime when i did stay up i did feel activity in sort of the liver gallbladder area which they're right next to each other uh so it's supposed to be worked on sort of at night so i like i i don't know for sure but I, it's just something interesting if you want to take your health to the next level the chinese seem to have a lot of success with this. Uh, and of all of the ancient medicine systems, I found the Chinese to be the most thorough and most accurate. And I've seen people have uh, incredible recoveries through acupuncture and, and uh, Qigong, and it's all based on this. The, well, it's based on the five elements and, and the, the Chinese body clock and the principles of yin and yang. It's interesting. Yeah, I've never actually um, heard this before, so I'm definitely going to check this out. And also another thing came to me of perfect sleep, which I've done for the last eight years, is I don't have any curtains. So when the sun comes up, say five in the morning, even I may wake up at 8.30, I've been waking up for three hours. So I naturally will wake up around the same time every morning because it's all to do with the sun. Wow. Um, I don't have curtains, so... People think, oh, I can't sleep without curtains or I can't sleep without an eye band or the sun wake me up. That's in your head. If you think, oh, I can't sleep because the light's on, the landing light or the door's open and the slight bit of light's coming through. Just like having caffeinated coffee and you can't sleep with caffeine coffee and you can only sleep with decaf. That's you keeping your own damn self up. Nothing to do with the coffee. So oh. the fact that I have cur no curtains 
my sleep is better than people that with curtains so that's another major thing no curtains get your body in sync get its cardi was it cardian rhythm something like that circadian rhythm circadian rhythm get that in sync with your body and you'll naturally start to wake up at the same time your energies will peak at the same time so you won't have dips during the day like your have energy in the morning you'll peak at lunchtime and then you'll just gradually get calmer before bed like we're supposed to and then you're so tired you can't move you sleep when you wake up recharge and start again like it really is people just have to follow the cycle of the damn sun and the moon like just take it back mm-hmm. to the basics what were we doing thousands of years ago we were outside sleeping on the grass when it was dark we went to sleep when it went up we were hunting we had a drive to eat when we were eating we were content we had a little nap hottest part of the day you know went under a tree yeah <laughs> no well, sun cream didn't wash our hands yeah. um didn't wipe our ass of tissue because we just probably just squatted and then dipped it in the stream you know <laughs> yeah squatting it's better for you too <laughs> thailand is in the right position but one one thing with the light though is if you're in the city the city never sleeps in the sense that there's always lights on there's street lights on there's lights from everybody's apartment buildings depending on where you are there's cars with lights so it it might be important for some people to have curtains depending on where you live because um my understanding is that your your pineal gland produces melatonin uh better when when there's more darkness and if there is light it sort of inhibits it uh, in some way um so i i don't know like you, you have to look that that up they like, don't don't quote me on that but i'm pretty sure that it is important to have some darkness so even an eye mask might be helpful um oh no yeah yeah absolutely um yeah like when when our body creates a certain chemical when it's dark to make us sleepy or whatever and then um we create a certain chemical when there's light so it goes back to my plant i take my plant from outdoors i put it indoors and it still opens up even when the light's on so based on what you've just said could street lamps and people howdy thanks for listening to me episode uh if you could remember to rate and review the episode after you've listened that'd be fantastic and also subscribe so when i release a new one you get a notification and also please tell your friends on socials about me podcast now i'm going for a poo i'll be back later have a great day and speak to you soon